and Goal Fantasy Podcast. Calvin, your host with you, as always. And in today's show, I'll be previewing week six for fantasy football in 2022. We've actually got some bye weeks in the NFL for the first time this year. The buys start in week six, so this is going to be more important than ever that you pick up guys that can fill in for your players that are out. Currently this week, the Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, Las Vegas Raiders, and Tennessee Titans are all on bye. So some fantasy-relevant players are on those teams for sure. It's not anything crazy that's getting knocked out for you yet. But sure, there's four teams on by, and so you're going to have to find some guys to start in place of them if you've relied heavily on those teams so far this year. That's how it goes every year in fantasy. Don't worry about it. Obviously, they're going to be back sooner rather than later. So thank you all for tuning in. As always, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF pod for the podcast. Second goal fantasy at gmail.com. You can send your fantasy questions there. We're going to have big questions, starter sit and booms and busts on the show today. For week six, so let's get into big questions to start it off. Also a reminder that the weekly start-sit show that is live is at 12 o'clock on Sunday, like usual. Big questions. First, how high is Kenneth Walker's ceiling with Rashad Penny now out for the year? I would say it's pretty high. I think solid RB2 is definitely a realistic range of outcomes. Kenneth Walker could also end up being top 12 the rest of the season just because of the utilization that Pete Carroll gives his running backs. I think Geno Smith, though, more likely is going to see a little bit of regression from what we've seen as an electric start from him. He's been probably an underrated quarterback his whole career, but has not been like a good quarterback his whole career. And so I think we're going to see some regression back to the mean as defenses figure him out maybe making the offense a little worse. So Kenneth Walker will probably sit in the RB2 range for the rest of the season. Can Najee Harris improve his production? Najee Harris's production has been concerning. I just think people are giving up too soon on him because he still gets work. I mean, he obviously has been game scripted out of a lot of games, but I think sooner rather than later, this team's going to realize they need to go to him more often. Obviously, he's lost that big floor of his that would mask a lot of these poor games, and that's those a massive amount of targets that Ben Roethlisberger would provide to him week after week. But even so, he still had some decent amount of touches like 14 last week 18 the week before that 18 the week before that 20 the week before that and then 12 in week one that's not anything crazy but that's not terrible either if he gets touchdowns on his side gets some like nice matchups and gets a little more efficient which i mean it's been a struggle for him but i think it will come eventually he will be able to improve his production so i think he's a buy low right now if you can get him at a really cheap price is Allen robinson done this is a guy who's not a buy low because we saw this all last year from Allen robinson now he's just doing nothing he is done he's borderline drop in fantasy football right now just because Matthew Stafford's not showing a willingness to target him just another I feel like Allen Robinson and Kenny Galladay have both gone the way of like vertical receivers who have just gone the way of being washed up because they're not getting open anymore and they were never great route runners and now they're just like not getting those 50-50 balls consistently enough and not even getting any sort of separation. So that's the way they've both gone, in my opinion. So Allen Robinson is pretty much done. Kenny Galladay, by the way, also droppable. If you hadn't seen on Twitter, I'd officially given up on my Kenny Galladay truthership forever. All right, well, let's move into uh starter sit. Three starter sits today. First is Ezekiel Elliott versus the Eagles. You should start Ezekiel Elliott versus the Eagles. I mean, I'm obviously considering the four buys this week. You're going to need slightly worse production. I think Zeke's got just enough of a carry floor to be able to be started because he will have a chance at the end zone. Obviously, this Cowboys offense has been pretty productive. Zeke has been on the decline for a little while, though, but he's still got 22 carries last week, and this team seems to want to stick with him in the running game. If a touchdown comes, he will have a very, very nice fantasy game, so he should be a start. 
Gerald Everett versus the Broncos, also a start. He only had one catch last week, but I expect a bounce back from him. He's had a good season overall. And of course, he's going to be risky, like I've talked about on the show in the past, but I think he's more likely than not to give you a good fantasy game. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, just in general. Isaiah McKenzie versus the Chiefs. Looks like McKenzie, I, I'm not exactly sure. I think he's supposed to be back from the concussion protocol this week. So he should be a start. It's going to be kind of borderline, of course, because McKenzie has been a little bit touchdown dependent, but he seems to have usurped Gabe Davis for the main number two receiver role. And I think he'll continue to take that. And this Bills Chiefs game, like if you needed any convincing that Bills and Chiefs like now and forever, as long as Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are in town, will be just an incredible matchup. Just look at last year's playoff game. There's going to be a ton of passing and McKenzie will get some good targets. Let's move into, so a three, all three were starts today, interestingly enough. Let's move into booms and busts. Two booms, two busts. The first boom, Romeo Dubs versus the Jets. He had a off game last week. Alan Lazard got the touchdown and played better, but I think this is going to be a good enough matchup for this team. And I think Aaron Rodgers gets it back on track on offense. He knows this offense needs to step it up. And the Jets are a defense that can be taken advantage of. Dubs had two weeks before that uh, dud week last week where he had a lot of targets and had a touchdown in both. I think he could really explode and he is a talented receiver. Another rookie talented receiver is George Pickens. Flying under the radar a little, but he had six catches last week. Just didn't get that big touchdown yet against Tampa Bay. That's a tough defense, but the Steelers are still going to need to be throwing the ball a lot. Game script is going to necessitate George Pickens as the top wide receiver once again in this offense. And I think this time, I mean, maybe he'll get a touchdown. And if he does, I think that's a really, really good chance at a boom game. Boss, I'm going to say Tyler Lockett versus the Cardinals. Honestly, I mean, Tyler Lockett's been great the last couple of weeks, but I think that's where the defensive focus is shifting, and that's going to give an opportunity for a slumping DK Metcalf, who has kind of been off the last couple of weeks to really step it back up. Not saying Lockett can't do well, but we are at this point. It would logically make sense, of course, defenses to give more coverage attention to Lockett at this point, given these last couple of weeks. And it's just not a guarantee that Metcalf, who is also an incredible receiver, doesn't step in and take over that wide receiver one role this week. And that is risky for Lockett, of course who is, I mean, usually both of these receivers don't end up performing in the same week as we've seen over the last couple. Seems like more of a Metcalf week this week overall. I mean, I guess, I mean, there's always a chance Lockett, of course, has another boom game, but going to go ahead and call the bust here. He's just going to be risky, but he does have a chance at proving me completely wrong and stupid here. And then Devin Duvernay versus the Giants. If Rashad Bateman returns, Devin Duvernay will not keep up his ridiculous efficiency numbers over the last few weeks. If Bateman stays out, Duvernay, who got some carries last week and got some targets, will probably play more of the Bateman role. He's a solid receiver, but once Bateman's back, there's just not enough target share to go around consistently for him. And I think we might have that first true dud game from him if he doesn't get that touchdown because he's extremely touchdown dependent. So that wraps up the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, be sure to follow me on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF pod for the podcast. Second goal fantasy at gmail.com. Send questions over there. Go to the start sit show Sunday at 12. Thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you next time.